Welcome back to the Design Your Dream Year podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. I'm your host, Allison Marshall, and holy wow, it has been a long time since I have recorded a podcast episode. In fact, it has been over two years. The last episode that I uploaded was February 2021. It is now May 2023. So, holy crap. If you are a longtime listener and you listened to my show two plus years ago and you're listening to this now, then I just want to say I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited that you are back. And if you're a newer listener who had just recently discovered my podcast and maybe you've been checking out all the episodes from two plus years ago, well, then I'm so excited that you're here too. I'm so pumped that you found my corner of the internet and you can look forward to many, many, many new episodes to come. So where did I go? (laughs) Where have I been for the last two plus years. Well, I'm going to be diving into that a little bit in today's episode. I kind of felt weird. Just, I was like, well, should I say why I left? And should I tell people what happened? Or should I just dive right into a new episode as if no time has passed? And to me, that just felt weird. I couldn't really get on board with the idea of just coming back after two years of nothing and just pretending like I was never gone. (laughs) So this episode is going to be a little bit different in that I am going to share with you kind of an update on how my life has changed over the last two years. Um, Six major ways, actually, is what I'm going to be sharing with you and what to expect moving forward. So why did I stop the podcast? Well, long story short, I just needed a break. You know, I'm sure you can uh, relate to maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed. You just have a lot going on. Maybe you're also going through some things personally in your personal life and you kind of just realize, you know what, like I can't keep doing all of this. Something has got to go. And for me, I had kind of reached that point. I was feeling a bit overwhelmed, um, less with work stuff and more in my personal life. The last time that I talked to you, again, that was February 2021. I had just recently moved into my brand new dream apartment. And while I was really excited about that, that really spurred some um, deep-rooted issues uh, (laughs) that came up as a result of moving. And so I was really kind of struggling on a personal level. Some of the things I'm going to be talking about today, and I just, I needed a break. And if I'm being honest, I was also majorly struggling with imposter syndrome. So if you have followed my brand for any amount of time, well, not any amount of time. If you have followed my brand before about two and a half years ago, you know that I used to teach various aspects of online business. And this podcast was originally called the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. All of my earlier episodes revolve around business. And then 
two and a half-ish years ago, I pivoted to teaching more self-development, mindset, manifestation, and I am just a little embarrassed to say that I really got into it with the imposter syndrome. I felt like such a fraud. I was dealing with all of these feelings of, oh, who am I to be teaching this subject? There's so many other people out there who are already doing it. There's so many other people out there who have these like multi-million dollar businesses and penthouses and they've got all of this flashy material stuff and who am I to do that because I don't have all of that and I know that just sounds kind of ridiculous but <laughs> that's where I was at and I was really letting it get to me and it's just kind of funny because when I was teaching business imposter syndrome was one of the things that I really helped my clients with because that's really a normal part of business or, you know, and it's also common through other areas of your life. But like, if you have a business, it's really common to feel like a quote unquote fraud in whatever you're doing, you start comparing yourself to others. And I would really help people through that. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, Allison, get it together. Like, you know, stop focusing on yourself, stop comparing yourself to other people. But uh, I just let myself fall down that deep, dark rabbit hole and my ego was really telling me, you know, Allison, you can't talk about manifestation and creating your dream life because you're not perfect in every area of your life. Like there was this part of me that felt like I had to have every area of my life absolutely quote unquote perfect, my complete dream life already done. And if I didn't have my entire life looking like that, then who was I to talk about that? And gosh, that was really silly. But that's where I was at a little over two years ago. I had a lot of personal things to work through. And so that on top of some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about today, I just needed a break. And I it, showing up to the podcast had gotten to the point where it felt hard. Like I wasn't really enjoying myself in the last couple episodes. It felt more forced and it, it, I wasn't enjoying myself, not because I disliked talking about what I was talking about or, or chatting with you. Like I love being here talking with you, but it was more because I was such, I was such in a place of overthinking that it was no longer enjoyable. Like I was second guessing myself so much. My confidence had just been wiped. I mean, I was to the point where I basically did not trust myself at all. And I was like super critical of myself and how I sounded. And I basically was so nervous that I started to like write down everything that I was going to say for those last couple episodes because I didn't trust myself to just talk. Um, and, and then I was like, you know what, I can't do this because that's never how I've shown up to a podcast episode. I never have my episodes scripted, but it had gotten to that point because I was at such a low place of confidence. So I didn't want to move forward with a podcast like that. So I decided to take a break. I didn't announce it or anything. I just stopped posting new episodes and I told myself that I was not going to ever come back to the podcast unless I genuinely felt inspired too. And I didn't know for a long time if that was ever going to happen. But thankfully, about four or five months ago, I really started to feel 
the genuine want and inspiration to return back to podcasting. And I waited a while, like I didn't just get inspired one afternoon and I'm like, I'm going to return to the podcast and start recording episodes the next day because it was really important for me to make sure that it wasn't just a fleeting desire, if you will, that I really did want to return. So I have waited a good at least four months of feeling like I genuinely want to do this. It is time to return. I'm excited. I'm feeling inspired. So here we are. So I'm really, really pumped to be back. So what I want to talk about in today's episode is six ways that my life has changed since we last spoke and what is coming next. And um, lots of things have happened that I'm going to share, six specifically. But if you would like me to dive deeper into any of them in upcoming episodes, let me know because I feel like each of the six things that I'm going to talk about could really make their own podcast episode, if not multiple podcast episodes. So as you're listening, if there is something where you're like, huh, I kind of want to hear more about that, then please let me know. The best way to get a hold of me is over on Instagram. Send me a DM. I read and check all of those. You can find me at design your dream year. So Today, I'm just going to kind of give you a broad overview because so much has happened and I really had to force myself to not list 10 million things. I tried to really condense it down to like, well, what are the six kind of biggest, most pivotal things that have happened? All right. So are you ready? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I just have to say that it is a little weird It's a little weird to be taught. I I haven't recorded an episode for over two years. It just feels funny, but it's fine. I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. We're diving right in. Okay. So number one way that my life has changed. So the first thing that kind of happened is I learned some really tough lessons around money, confidence, and my self-worth. So as I mentioned moments ago, the last time I recorded a podcast episode back in February 2021, I had just recently moved and I had actually just moved to my dream apartment. It was a luxury apartment, way more pricey than anything I had ever invested in in my entire life. It was really beautiful, really nice. But at the same time, moving to that apartment brought up a lot of gunk that I was not expecting, that I was sort of forced to work through. So after I moved in, I think I might have lightly touched on this in the last couple episodes that I did. I don't remember what I said over two and a half years ago. But basically, shortly after I moved in, we're talking a few days after I moved in, despite living in this beautiful luxury apartment that I thought was going to make me instantly feel super, you know, successful and, oh, I'm going to feel so wealthy and abundant and incredible when I move into this apartment. And spoiler alert, that is not what happened. I felt incredible for the first few days. And then very quickly, all this gunk started to come up. I felt unworthy, like, who am I to be here? Oh my gosh, like I don't I don't fit in here. Uh, I don't belong here. I felt like this weird fraud. 
I felt embarrassed, like I felt almost ashamed and embarrassed to tell people about my apartment, most specifically my friends and my family. Uh, I got really kind of bashful about talking about it. I felt bad about it because I didn't want to mention that I lived in this really nice apartment. I began to experience all of this anxiety coming up around money. Oh my gosh, Allison, what have you done? You just increased your monthly expenses by so much. How are you ever going to keep this up? And I kind of just went into this downward spiral and, you know, all of those things, it's great that they came up because they were things that I really needed to work through. And I've talked about before how for many, many years, I really struggled with anxiety related to money. And I also struggled with, unbeknownst to me at the time, tying my self-worth to achievements, uh, productivity, how much money I was making. And I had kind of just gone years with feeling all this anxiety around money. No matter how much money I was making, I it was never enough. I always felt unworthy. I never felt like a success. And I never felt secure or peaceful. Oh, well, if I could just make X amount of money this, this month, then I'll feel peaceful. And it never came. That day never came. And so these were issues that I kind of shoved underneath the surface before I moved into the apartment. And let's just say they all came flooding back up to the surface. So I really had to learn, first of all, to separate my self-worth from money and achievement. I, I didn't realize that I was doing that for many, many years. And so that was one thing that I had gained awareness around and realized like, oh crap, like the reason I feel this need to push and work and achieve is, is not, well, one, yes, I do love what I do, but also there were these underlying feelings of attachment and meaning that I was placing on it. I was thinking to myself, oh, once I have, X amount of money, then I'll feel successful, then I'll feel worthy, then I feel like I'm part of the cool kids club. And so I really had to separate the two, which has been so, 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 so freeing to know that my self-worth does not come from money and achievement. I also had to learn how to cultivate feelings of inner peace, freedom, and safety separate from how much money I had in my accounts or how much I was bringing in. And this was huge because as I just said, there were so many years where it didn't matter how much money I was making. I was making more than enough money. I remember the first time I had a big launch, I made $38,000 in five, seven days, and it still didn't feel like enough. And I didn't appreciate it. I still felt anxious. And so learning how to cultivate these feelings that I wanted, the feelings that I was after, I mean, all I wanted was to just feel safe and secure and not worried. And I was really kind of forced to learn how to cultivate those feelings within myself, despite what was happening in my external reality. And as you may or may not know, when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to things like the law of attraction, the thing is, is you attract what is matching your most dominant internal state. So learning how to feel wealthy and abundant and safe and secure despite what was happening, was really huge for me. 
And I also learned to appreciate every penny that I had, every penny that was coming in. And I also had to work through that major imposter syndrome that I told you about at the beginning. So that was thing number one that happened. I learned some really tough lessons around money, confidence, and my self-worth. The second way that my life has changed since we last talked is I had a seven-year relationship suddenly end. And at the time of this recording, that's been almost two years ago. That happened, uh, yeah, almost exactly two years ago. But that was a big thing. If you followed me on social media, you I definitely talked about it. But, you know, it, that's a hard thing to go through. If you've had any sort of relationship end, even if you know deep down it's for the better, it's still really hard. And for me, it was almost seven years. That's a long freaking time. And it really came out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it. It was my um, ex-partner at the time who kind of just suddenly brought it up and left. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? So that was a really rough time, but it was so healing because what happened was like two days after I got dumped. Yes, I got dumped. Two days after that happened, I recognized a self-sabotaging pattern that had been occurring in not just my romantic relationships, but also in my friendships for years. And I was able to spot the sort of start of that pattern, what had happened in my life to start causing this self-sabotaging pattern. And then I was able to gain awareness around it and start breaking that pattern. So it was for the best <laughs> and it was really incredible to be able to gain awareness around these patterns. Anytime you have a pattern in your life that is reoccurring and you notice it just keeps kind of happening, whether it's attracting a certain kind of person who is toxic for you or whether it is a money pattern, maybe you end up spending everything you bring in every single month, even though you really want to save. Maybe you are trying to get into shape and better physical health, but it's like no matter what you do, you always fall back into this pattern of going back to all old habits. These patterns are all stemming from a root issue. A lot of times that happened years and years and years ago that this, this experience years ago that created these subconscious beliefs uh, about how the world is. And these are pattern, these patterns are coming up to show us like, yo, hey, there's something in here that needs healing. It needs your attention. So I was really grateful that that happened. I'm definitely going to record a podcast episode about it because it's so valuable. But during that time, I really had to not just work through those patterns, but I also had to learn to work through grief and guilt in a productive and healing way. Obviously, I was really sad. I mean, this person was in my life constantly for almost seven years, uh, my best friend at the time, and to suddenly lose them was really rough, but also I had a lot of guilt because I felt largely responsible because I had recognized myself sabotaging pattern that involved pushing people away. And so I really had to learn how to work through grief and guilt in a way that was productive. There's, I think, a difference between wallowing and just letting yourself sit in the muck indefinitely and also letting yourself truly feel those things so that you can heal those things. So I had to go through a process of healing and working through those feelings for a few months. And then 
through that experience, I also learned a hard lesson about letting go and trusting, which more on that later. So then the third thing that happened, number three way my life has changed, is I went through a major dark night of the soul. (laughs) And if you've heard of a dark night of the soul, you know what I'm talking about. But if you look up the definition, if you're like, what the heck are you talking about? What's a dark night of the soul? If you just Google dark night of the soul, the literal definition that comes up first is a period of spiritual desolation suffered by a mystic in which all sense of consolation is removed. But basically, it's when a person goes through a period of sadness, confusion, and despair. And they can be triggered by a crisis or a loss or, you know, like a breakup, (laughs) like in my case, or it can just come on as the result of just a long period of living on autopilot and feeling empty. And then suddenly you're like, what the heck am I doing with my life? Or they can also be triggered by suddenly becoming aware of dysfunctional patterns in your life. So that was another thing like the seven-year relationship ended, so that was a loss. And then also I gained I gained awareness around one of my most dysfunctional patterns. And man, that was rough. And yes, I'm going to do an episode on this too, because <laughs> there is so much that happens. But basically, during the dark night of the soul, it's more than just feeling sad or kind of low or depressed. It's really like all the identities that you have maybe created for yourself, because most of us have created identities consciously or unconsciously. That's what our ego likes to do. We begin to identify with certain labels. Like for me, my identities were girlfriend and business teacher and entrepreneur. And during this time, I just became very aware of all of these identities and none of them resonated for me anymore. Either they were just no longer flat out true because obviously I was no longer a girlfriend anymore or I just didn't care about them. It's like they all just fell away and I became very aware of my, that my ego and all of the mental chatter, things that I used to value or thought that I valued, I no longer valued. I felt totally lost, lost in my life, lost in my business. It felt like I had been stripped of everything. Like, who even was I? And I became more aware of the dysfunctional patterns in my life and where those even came from to begin with. And honestly, I just wanted to be alone. I felt like I was in a cocoon. And another way that I can describe it is when you're going through a period like this, It feels like you're walking through the dark and you can't see where you're going. It's this intense period of shedding, shedding of identities, shedding of values, shedding of physical things, people, experiences in your life that are no longer serving you, things kind of breaking up, falling apart. And it's also a time of growth and rebirth. But for a while there, before all the growth and rebirth happens, it's really rough. And it was also a period that once I started to get through the the whole feelings of loss and confusion, I began to get really clear on what I did actually value in my life. And then as I'm coming through the other side, I became so much stronger 
so much more resilient, so much more grounded in myself. I shed all the crap that wasn't serving me and I stepped into a much more empowered, confident, and authentic version of myself. So while it was without a doubt one of the hardest periods of my entire freaking life, it was one of the most beautiful, one of the most transformational. I strongly believe that challenges are the catalyst for transformation. They are the catalyst for so much growth. And the more intense the challenge, the more intense the transformation. So that was number three. I went through a major dark night of the soul. The fourth way that my life has changed is I discovered that I'm neurodivergent, which has explained so many past moments in my life where I have just been like, am I crazy? Is my brain broken? So that same summer that I was going through my dark night of the soul, summer 2021, I was talking with a friend who knew herself to be neurodivergent. And I don't remember how it came up in conversation, but basically she was like, well, have you ever taken a test to see if maybe you are? And I was like, uh, no. So I did because I was curious and come to find out that I am. And that was really enlightening and also empowering because if you are neurodivergent and you can relate to this, our brains just function differently. And there's nothing wrong with the way they function. I see it as a superpower. A lot of society is not built for the way our brains function, but there's so many beautiful things that are involved with it. But it was really empowering because I began to learn more about it. I got a book called The Divergent Mind, really good read, by the way. And it, spo- it focuses specifically on divergent women, since a lot of the studies on neurodivergence are typically done on men. But this would apply to anyone, like even if you're a dude or however you identify, it's a great book, that I, The Divergent Mind. But I read that book and I just felt like, man, someone is speaking my language. All of these kind of what I thought were weird quirks or times where I'm like, what is wrong with me? I feel like my brain is short circuiting. Um, I learned that they are all just normal aspects. There's many different facets of how the neurodivergent brain works. So that was actually really cool. And I have learned now because of that awareness, I have learned ways to better function in areas that were once a struggle. So that was a really powerful period. For example, for me, I'm very specifically affected by my environment. And I always thought like, am I just being really anal about this? Like, why do I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack of certain things or certain ways? And I discovered that, no, it's actually really common for some people to have aversions to certain things. And hey, here's some changes you can make in your environment that'll actually really help you. So that was a really empowering moment, really powerful book to read. Um, If you want to hear more about that, like I said, send me a DM on Instagram at design your dream year dot not design your dream com just at design your dream year and let me know if you would like me to do an episode maybe more on depth on any of this stuff so that was number four way that my life changed the fifth way that my life has changed since we last spoke is a drum roll please i got married yes that's right i got married man a lot can happen in two years so I manifested my dream partner. This is crazy, but I manifested my dream partner slash now my husband just two weeks 
after setting the intention. And so we met, I proposed to them a few months later. It was pretty fast. I think it was like four months after we met that I proposed. I had never experienced that feeling of just knowing that this is my person. Uh, I used to shoot weddings for a living. Uh, That was my first business. I had a wedding photography business full-time for many, many years. That started in 2010. And I always heard couples talk about, oh, when you just know, you know. And I would kind of gently, secretly roll my eyes, being like, all right, like that's never happened to me. Well, it happened to me. And I just knew. I mean, I knew after like the first month that this was my person. It was one of the most clear, confident decisions I have ever made. There was no doubt in my mind. So I proposed to him and then... I got married to them in my dream wedding elopement last October 2022. So funnily enough, we actually met on October 6, 2021, and then we got married exactly 12 months later on October 6, 2022. So (laughs) crazy representation of how much your life can change in 12 months. And so this happened after I truly learned the lesson about letting go. So remember earlier when I was telling you about how my seven-year relationship ended, kind of what came out of that, I mentioned that through that experience of my relationship ending, I learned a hard lesson about letting go. So how it ties to this is in the months after my breakup, I was, of course, devastated, sad, And I was secretly trying to get my ex-boyfriend back. You know, I wasn't like reaching out and texting and be like, can we talk or or anything like that. But I was basically telling the universe and telling myself, oh, I'm letting go. Whatever happens, happens. The universe has got my back. And secretly behind it all, I was basically like, as long as my ex-boyfriend comes back, I was letting go to the extent that I was expecting him to come back. Oh, I'm going to let go and not worry about it because I know that he, this specific person, will come back into my life. Needless to say, that caused me months of sort of extra struggle and turmoil because he did not come back. (laughs) And I kept telling myself, no, he's coming back. I'm letting go. He's going to be back. He's going to call me before I know it. No, he didn't. So there came a moment, a very pivotal moment, where I was like, okay, you know what? I am going to actually let go because I was secretly trying to control the outcome. I was open to how he would come back, but I was still set on it being that specific person. So one night at my wit's end, I was tired of being miserable. I was like, I'm going to actually let go. And I'm going to let go of this person. And now I am open to whoever the universe sees fit to bring into my life. It's him or someone better. I'm not going to be waiting. I'm not attached. Literally, I am open and I am expecting the perfect person to walk in at the perfect time. And that night, I journaled about it. I journaled about the qualities that I wanted in this person you know, the, I wanted someone who was funny. I wanted someone who loved to be outside, who loved to hike. I wanted someone who I could have really good talks with and great communication with, and who was compassionate 
and understanding. And so I wrote down all of these things and then I truly let it go. And I went about my days as if it was done. As if I wasn't thinking about it or worrying about it. And oh my gosh, when is this person going to come into my life? No, I was like, you know what? It is done. And now I'm going to go out and enjoy my life because woo, this is great. They're coming. And two weeks later is when I met my now husband. So that was freaking crazy, but it is, it, it's been great. And I'm so grateful uh, for that. So it's been incredible. Uh, so yeah, I'm now married and that is going just splendid. So along those lines, number six, the final way that my life has changed since we last spoke. And, you know, of course there are more, but I don't want to talk for too long in this first episode after two and a half years, but I moved. So I have obviously now live with my husband and we moved to a lovely little house about 25 minutes from where I used to live. And it's been awesome. Um, it's been wonderful, but also I'm not going to lie. It's been challenging. <laughs> it is hard to go from living by yourself for 10 years and he had also been living by himself for 10 years. And to go from each of us being used to doing things our own way, having our own space and time for a decade, to then sharing your space with someone, um, that is challenging. But it's been challenging in a really good way because I've learned a lot of lessons in that area uh, as far as adjusting and learning to become less selfish, more understanding, and a more compassionate person. So I have experienced a lot of personal growth just from moving in with someone. It has been so beautiful, so challenging, so lovely, but I am freaking here for it. So that is how my life has changed in a very, very simplified nutshell. It has been two of the most challenging years of my life, but it has also been the most transformational years of my life in the absolute best way possible. I feel like such a different person, like even just after the few months of my dark night of the soul, summer 2021, the start of that summer I felt like one person by the end of the summer, I felt like a totally different person. And that was just a couple months. Now it's been two years. Holy cow. So much has happened. I'm sure that you can also look back and see ways that you have changed in the last two plus years. It's crazy how that happens. So what is next? You know what? I don't know exactly what's next. I'm excited for what's to come, but as far as this podcast episode, you can sure as heck expect a lot more episodes coming out about all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. So with that, if you have not subscribed, definitely do that because you'll get notifications when a new episode is going to you know, be hitting the... I almost said hitting the presses. That's not the right word. I can't think of the word I mean, but basically you'll get the notifications when there are new episodes and there are going to be lots more episodes to come. I have a whole list of things that I'm so excited to talk about. I reached out to my email list the other week asking 
If there were anything that you would like to hear about in future episodes, I posted it on Instagram as well. And the feedback that I've gotten from y'all has been really great. I appreciate it so much. I've gotten so many awesome suggestions. So I'm really excited to create so many more episodes around the topics and things that you want to hear about. So again, send me a DM on Instagram at design your dream year. If there's something that you would like to hear about, or if there was something you'd like me to go more in depth uh, with that I talked about today. So subscribe. And of course, if you enjoy this podcast, if you're excited for me to be back and to create more episodes, rate and review the podcast. That is one of the most helpful things that you can do for me because the old algorithm will share my podcast with people if it gets ratings and reviews. So the more ratings reviews I get, the more people who see this podcast, the more people who can listen, the more people who I can hopefully positively impact. It only takes two seconds. You can literally just tap the stars, hopefully five stars, but you know, do you? Um, But it takes two seconds to tap the stars. And if you feel compelled, you can leave a sentence or two in the actual review section. You don't have to, but I do genuinely love to read each and every review. So do that. And uh, I know I've mentioned Instagram a hundred million times, but if you're not hanging out with me there, I have been posting there typically four to five days a week. I love that place. I tried TikTok for a good six, seven months. I gave it an old, I gave it the old jolly go. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I like Instagram more. And oh, that was another reason why I wanted to come back to this podcast. After having shown up on TikTok basically every day for almost seven months, I kind of got just tired of doing short form video. You know, like, sure, there are a lot of good things about short form video, and they definitely have their place. They can be entertaining. They can also be valuable and educational. But I'm sorry, there's only so much I can do in seven to 15 seconds. (laughs) Like, I got to the point where I was just like, man, I'm tired of just condensing it down to like, 15 seconds. I just want to sit down and I want to talk and I want to connect with you and I want it to be more than 15 to 20 seconds. So that was one of the reasons why I started to feel inspired to come back to this podcast episode because it's just you and me and we can sit here and we can chat like we're sitting out on a table listening to the birds and sipping on coffee, which I actually do have coffee with me right now, but it's cold by now. That's all right. But anyway, you get my drift. So I tried TikTok for a while, currently taking a break. Not sure if I'm going to return with all the, you know, what with all the potential that maybe it will be banned, maybe it won't. But at the end of the day, I see more positivity as far as what is working for me over on Instagram. So that's where I'm at. So come say hello. And if you haven't been to my website recently, it's been totally updated. I got a bunch of new goodies on it. It's designyourdreamyear.com. I've got an actionable free manifestation class. I have got a free design your dream week morning practice bundle with journaling questions, meditation. I have got, what else do I have? I have a blog up on there now. I have custom made subliminals that just dropped today. Subliminals are my number one favorite way without a doubt to reprogram your subconscious mind to get on board with your desires and goals so that they become 
inevitable. Um, so there's just so much more, so many new goodies on my website. So go take a look. You can find everything, designyourdreamyear.com. And whew, I think that is it for today. Well, I did it. I did the first episode in two-ish plus years. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining me, for hopefully joining me in episodes to come. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you letting me pop into your earbuds. I hope you are having a lovely day. I hope you got some value out of this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You are a freaking powerful creator. So get out there and live your best daggum life. And I will see you next time.